0: Hi, this is Russ Kelly. This is Russ Kelly's mixed bag of. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what happened then, but uh, right, okay. Um, this is Russ This is Russ Kelly's uh, mixed bag—a mixed bag of uh, all things paranormal and. Uh, I'm uh struggling tonight as usual. Um my guest I just had on chatting a minute ago and uh and lost him. So I'm just having to uh I'm just having to reconnect. So if you wonder what's going on as usual. Hi Sasha. Hi Sasha, are you there? Yes, I'm there. We, I'm here. You're, You're there. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I am there. I'm not all there, but I'm there. We're live now. Um, I'm hoping everything um, is okay. So um, welcome to uh, the show, uh, Sasha Lesing, And um, he's uh, from all the way over there in Hawaii. And uh, as uh, as you say, is it aloha? Aloha, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Right, yes, so um, I, um, to be quite honest, uh, I uh, started out uh, on radio shows uh, some time ago, and um, basically came back into um, sort of like uh, being on radio again a few years ago, um, because of um, Sasha and um, his wife Janet. Lessing. And um, I think there was TJ as well, and I think there was um, Lorian, and um, so they got me back into, well, basically, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be on this show tonight, uh, to be quite honest, uh, you know, so big thank you there. And I don't know, people are saying, what did they do, <laughs> letting a letting maniac loose, but never, never mind, the maniac's loose. So anyway, uh, um, you
1: know, no, no, not at all, uh, Russ. Because you've gone way beyond just being a, a, a experiencer. You've uh, been studying just like Janet and I have, and you know more, more and more and more and more. And so you keep talking on the radio as you keep learning. I, I love what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you. And uh, I mean, I, to be to be quite honest, I uh, I like your show and uh, and Janet's, and uh, you know, I mean. I, all oh, right. For some reason now, um, we've got all things, all sorts of things coming up uh, from the radio station. So, I hope I haven't. I hope I didn't cut in. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hoping I didn't cut in to um, like uh, the the show's uh, ads and what have you. But anyway, sorry about that. So, um, tell us um, a little bit about yourself. Um, where did all this start for you? Well, you know, basically, where where was you born? Where were you from? um a, a, okay a little bit sure. about yourself that's okay. if you don't okay know. yeah i'm,
1: I'm uh, no i'm happy to i i uh lived, i was uh, i grew up in california and uh and i uh I, one of the interesting things is i always remembered this bible story about how noah got all these animals of two of each kind on his boat and i thought boy they must have lived close to him to his place in Shurupak or uh, Iraq. Uh, and uh, how did he get the uh, tigers not to eat the bunnies and blah, blah, blah all this? Stuff. Well, <laughs> lo and behold, I went, I went to study with uh, with a guy named Zachariah Sitchin uh, uh, when I was an anthropologist, and he started answering these things. I had been so fed up with anthropology. I had a PhD in anthropology. It did not make any sense because I saw, I saw fossils and uh evidence from south america that showed that uh there were I- people there way before uh the indians were supposed to have come across the bering strait when it was cold enough to walk and you know all kinds of th- uh, things like that. the evidence was overwhelming so i was fed up with anthropology and especially with 140 years of no missing link between homo erectus and uh and uh homo sapiens uh, and there wasn't any missing link What's i found out studying with Zechariah Sitchin and, and Lloyd Pye, there wasn't any missing link because we were placed by interventionism, not by slow Darwinian evolution, which is merely uh, a, a fallacy. Although microevolution is true, you get bigger and smaller and bigger horns and stuff like that. But the big species in genera, were a, a result of interventionism. And as our information grew and grew and grew, we realized that we we're involved in this huge uh thing with a whole bunch of different species that were putting uh humans and uh non humans on earth and, and and so forth. And so with with uh, sitchin we get our origin. We find out we we are the Anunnaki. We are these great big guys that came from a different planet and uh one of their kids that they had with the slave race that they made, that's us, and I'll go into that, one of the kids they made, uh, their, their chief scientist, Enki, or uh, as he's known as, in the Bible as Lucifer, had a kid with his foreman's wife, and this kid was named Ziasutra, or Noah, and when the boss – it's Anlil or Yahweh He said, let the slave species all drown because there's hundreds of thousands of them and there's only 900 of us and besides that it's illegal, the federation's pissed at us for uh, making these slaves in the first place, Uh, just let them all drown, but Enki was not about to do that and one of the uh, representatives of the federation gave him plans for a submersible Enki's son uh, helped Noah and the carpenters in Sherupek, that's in Iraq, build this Um, this great big uh, submersible, uh, Enki sent his son to help guide this to Mount Ararat, Uh, uh, they figured out the wave pattern, the Anunnaki knew that the uh, uh, ice sheets were going to slide off of uh, Antarctica just like uh, the way the uh, glacier is now and make big waves and it was going to just bounce all over the globe and make things terrible and the boss and little Yahweh said "Uh, don't you don't any of you tell the uh, humans or uh, or, or they won't be all wiped out I want to make sure they're all dead Uh, as far as those who have been married the the uh, astronauts who um, ran off with a bunch of beautiful slave women they could go to the the tops of the mountains but the rest of us were all uh, going to evacuate uh, but then the Federation uh, uh, rep came and said, no, you can't – you'll die if you come back to Nibiru. You you guys at a, a Royals have to stay there. Just orbit around the planet for uh, 140 days or so and then you can land on, and see what's what. Uh, and so the uh, – Enlil Yahweh said, OK, if any of you tell the uh, humans they'll mob the spaceport and besides that, I want them to all drown. I'll kill anyone that does that. don't you tell the humans – uh, so, uh, what what Enki did he he told Noah's wall that is he put a, a computer program in Noah's wall computer and Noah and Enki's son and the Parker just built this thing and they didn't have they buried they made a genetic uh, lab, lab underground. They put genetic starts in this. They gave Noah on his boat, not two of every species, but they gave him starts for the kind of domestic animals they would need as they <clears throat> settled from the mountaintops and worked their way back down uh, into the land as it dried out. And so that's that's what happened. And when Enlil saw uh, on the top of Mount Ararat, there's Enki and uh, this, his son Ninigal and Noah and Noah's, Noah's family and all the carpenters. Uh, uh, he was... He, I'm going to kill you. He comes down in his helicopter. They had these whirlbirds like helicopters. Uh, and, but his, uh, the boss's son, Ninurda came and his uh, sister, uh, Nima Lilith came and they say, Hey, no, 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 we're going to need to repopulate. Remember, we can't go back to Nibiru and we will, we, we need slaves. We don't want to do all this ourselves. So that's, so that in the, so that brought me studying Sitchin. That and lots of other mysteries, uh, uh it, it, uh, started to bring home uh, anthropology could have something to contribute and I learned about the the a uh, a more plausible story about uh Noah's uh ark and uh you know, the was fun we learned lots and lots of things the first week on earth of the that the anunnaki uh spent um they that's how the week got uh uh, done, the days were so fast and on the seventh day they rested etc, and so when you look at uh, the Bible as a compilation some uh, few thousand years ago, events that happened hundreds of thousands of years and tens of thousands of years ago you start to see, you know what, they're echoing some ancient things and they may have it all, everybody that's the other thing, in all the histories we've got from everybody, they all lie they all tell it's it's is it is it's like uh, you know Donald Trump and uh, uh, AOC um, uh, were to tell the history of the United States, they have very different takes. Well, that's how that's how it is. All these guys are say, all oh, the other guys are lying and they're evil. We're right. <laughs> they're all wrong. They're yes. sinful. Of course, the other guys are saying no. They're sinful. They're evil. We're the good guys. And it's even oh, more confusing sick. because <laughs> yeah. I'll it's, it's
0: answer, just
1: like it. <laughs> oh dear and the very same thing you guys are faced with Brexit oh my gosh they, they have the same trip are they going to get out of their uh, uh, particular alliances and join others or go independent as above so, so below and so within we have internal wars with ourselves like all this too
0: yeah well th- th- this is it I mean you know th- what you just um, told me was something that I asked in class myself um, years ago. And um, I, it was, we used to have something called RE, Religious Education. Um, they stopped it now. Or they have it, but it's not our religion in this country. It's somebody else's religion, but everybody's got to listen to their religion. They had to listen to Christianity for years. Now they listen to Islam um, in in a lot of schools, which is just as bad as the other. Anyway, but what I did was um, I asked a question, and that was um, Miss. I says, um, "Can, can I, I? I can't understand this. Noah was told." To do this, he he, he had he, he had the knowledge that this was going to happen. He was told it was going to happen, and he wants to drown all all the humans. Does that mean like all the people? And basically, I was told to shut up, right? And I said, but but miss, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what you mean. Noah was told that he had to get all the animals in because there was going to flood. He knew, what about all the people? Didn't they make any, any boats for the people? And I was told, report to the headmaster because you're going to get the cane. Now, what kind of civilization, right, yeah, allows... Yeah. the makes this to happen. Somebody has gone to a class where you, you, you're listening to what's being told and you ask a question because it doesn't weigh up to what you've been told, that God's loving, understanding, caring, right, yeah, and he wants to wipe all the humans off of the face of the earth. And because I asked this, I was told go to the headmaster because you're going to get the cane. Well, my dad wasn't a big man or anything. It came from a, a, an hard background. And it's one thing, you do not send me for the cane because you'll get the cane from me dad <laughs> when he finds out this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. My dad was that way too. You know, it's like, why... And I, I told Ed Master, I said, "My dad is not going to be happy when I tell him about this." That you know, I've asked a question to to Miss, and she said, "I've got to come for the cane because I've asked a question." And he said, "What question did you ask?" I told him, "Well, why did God want to kill all the humans? Why why did He save the animals?" And he, he turned around and he says, "Well." We don't really understand 100% why this happened, he says, um, Russell. He said, but he says, um, I will see, uh, I think, Mrs., I forgot her name now. Uh, but anyway. So, I never told me dad. I never told me dad because I hadn't had the cane and, and what have you. But you know something? Um, it was one of these things where in class, you know, there was a, a definite, um, you, you, an atmosphere when I went to, to religious education. And, um, for that lesson, you know, um, you, you, you could cut, you know, the, the atmosphere with a knife. No you child, know, I, no child should
1: go through that. Right. Oh, it's terrible. This is exactly the Anunnaki, and this is what I've been studying uh, this last few months, deliberately created religions that would uh, be based on authority. That is, you do what the people up and believe and act like and get programmed to not uh, to disbelieve other people's belief uh, as like an antivirus. And you are now infected by this, this virus. And the, the whole thing that's, there's, there's in human history, the Buddha said, oh, this is all nonsense. Stop this rituals and all this, this, this stuff. And Jesus said the same thing. But the organized religions of the Anunnaki, the Egyptian religion, uh, the religion of, of, of Persia, Zoroasterism, the religion of, of the, of Mycenae, uh, uh and the Mycenaean Greeks, uh, the Dorian Greeks too, for that matter, the religion of the Romans, the religion of, uh, India, the Hin- Hinduism, uh, uh, all these religions are authoritarian structures that the Anunnaki deliberately made to pit us against each other in ideology and in war so that we wouldn't realize that they and the survivors that, uh, uh that they planted, especially that Prince Marduk or Satan Se- uh uh planted and yahweh uh planted uh were continually uh uh, uh um, warring with and there was also an independence a group of uh societies under Nimma or lilith uh the the goddess societies that didn't have any war that didn't have any walled cities that or caches of arms or slaves. All the Anunnaki systems are slave systems and all their religious systems are slave systems. They are, you become a slave to uh, some promise uh, of their, uh, Heaven and earth, and all it ever ever meant was uh, Inanna was saying that some people were transported back to Nibiru for being revived, and Marduk heard this. He couldn't take people back to Nibiru; he it was forbidden, and so he promised them he, uh, life in the heavens and all the and but he couldn't deliver. The pharaohs didn't go nowhere; they died.
0: You know, you, you just said something earlier on, um, um, Sasha, there. You said that there was one lot that didn't have any wars. Who was that? You know, a, um, a female. Yes. Who was that? Her name Her name was
1: Nimma, or Lilith in the Bible. She is the sister that both Yahweh uh, uh, and Enki, who is... Uh, uh, uh he's he's called various things, but basically he's Adenai. Uh they both wanted her and they both wanted to have kids with her and she was the, she was she was on the genetics team with Toth and uh and Anki when they uh, made the uh Homo erectus uh Anunnaki uh, Homo sapien um slave race, which is us, which was our, our, our progenitors. So that's the person. Her name is N-I-N-M-A-H uh, and she is the great mother, and there's images of her all over, uh, in Egypt, she's known as Hathor, but in Greece, it reached its highest peak in what's known as the Minoan civilization. There, women and men were partners. Uh, Ariadne, the high priestess, was, was, uh, in every ceremony, and, uh, the, as the Dorians, uh, and the, and, uh, the Minoans, who uh, the Mycenaeans; these are the people that were Marduk's people. Started coming down the Greek uh, peninsula. Uh, the Minos, the the uh, the king of this area, had them send their princes and princesses to him as hostages. But they were they formed athletic teams with a bull, which they grew up, and they would do this pole vaulting, and it was really great. But what happened is that uh, the Anunnaki knew that there was going to be a, a great disturbance and that Thera was going to, or, or Stromboli was going to go off and that there was going to great big waves going down uh, the Red C- to the Red Sea and up and down the Nile. That's Noah's flood. But at the same time, it caused a great big wave to come toward Crete where the Minoan civilization was uh, centered. Just when the whole fleet was there and it, it sunk the fleet, Theta was one of these um Uh, hostages from uh, the Greek mainland uh, from Thebes uh, and Ariadne uh, staged a revolt, Uh, Theseus dropped Ariadne off on the Isle of Lesbos and that was the end of goddess culture uh, uh, for most of the world
0: Right Right, I see I think I've read a little bit years ago about this but right, I see Um, Yeah, that it it, uh, I mean this is just amazing, you know um, but um it, it comes down to so uh, you, you actually you was uh, was your university with Zachariah teaching, teaching? Uh, no, it
1: wasn't the university he he wouldn't have anything to do with universities matter of fact uh, I, I was part of a, a, a group that uh, was, was sponsoring a whole bunch uh, called the Prophets Conferences that was sponsoring a bunch of people and at first we had Zachariah up there with other people and people were, were saying hey make these other people shut up we just want to hear Zachariah <laughs> so we created a, progr- a program that uh, he wanted to have a teaching program and so we had uh, a special uh, a certification thing of uh, course two weeks in Santa Fe then a week here and a week there and we went around around with him to all these different lectures and read everything and they kept interviewing me because I I was an anthropologist you know for example one of the things that we know from from the the, the ancient literature which Sitchin translated he he had the biggest collection of and translated more than anybody else and really did it well um, was that Cain uh, after he uh, uh, killed his brother uh, they were going to execute him and Anki stepped up and said no you can't execute him I got to confess Cain is really my son. I had him with Eve. And uh, so, so I said, okay, well, we'll make him genetically marked. We'll make sure that he doesn't have any facial hair, and we'll make him and his kids go east of Eden. Okay, then when, when Toth or Nengishita was going to help with a new, new spaceport that they were making uh, up by Lake Titicaca, he took Cain, um, uh, um, who was half uh, Anunnaki, and Cain wind, wind, winds up being uh, in the lake uh at at at, uh, at the, their port they had a big port at Titicaca with the uh takeoff uh down the Nazca uh great big long takeoff uh runway for gold shipments they were taking gold back to uh, uh, the planet Nibiru. What I really should say about Nimma, though, because this is really important, this is such a tangled story. Uh, there, there was this king who wasn't doing anything on, on Nibiru, and Nibiru is getting a terrible situation with its atmosphere going, uh, just dissipating into space, and so their scientists said, well, you can, uh, uh sprinkle white powder of monoatomic gold around the planet, float it up, and it'll protect you. And so that's why the Uh, Anunnaki sent a gold mining expedition to earth in the the first place. But uh, the the king uh, said, "Eh, I don't know whether I should do that. The king's wife said, oh, don't do anything. For heaven's sakes, just pray to the creator. (laughs) The Anunnaki didn't think they were gods. They prayed to the creator. And uh, so this guy, Lama, the king didn't do anything. And one of the princes, a guy named Alalu, pushed him off a tower and led a revolt and said, I'm king now. But the guy who was supposed to be king, by their succession rule, said, no, you ain't, I am. And so the one, one that had killed the other one said, look, let's make a deal. Marry your daughter, her name's Domkina, to my son, Enki, and uh, their kid, who uh, turns out to be Prince Marduk, will rule Nibiru after I, Alalu, am no longer king. Alalu says, uh, so Anu, the, the the pretender, said, okay, deal. Uh, uh, but he took his, he made his son, Enki, break his Engagement to his beloved, to Nima, uh, to, uh, Lilith, as, as, the Bible calls her, and it broke their hearts, but, you know, they're royals. They, they did it. He, uh, Enki marries Domkina. They have this kid, Marduk, uh, who then thinks he's, and is raised to be king of Nibiru. Uh, Nima is so upset, she goes to Enlil, this, uh, her half, her other half brother. These guys are both half brothers. And she has a baby with him, Ninurta, the great, warrior he turns out to be later and uh, so by the time all these royals uh, get to earth, they're still, they both want to they both want Nima Uh, Enlil, Yahweh and uh, Enki uh, Lucifer, as he's called in the Bible both want her and they both have you know, it goes on and on, what a story Romeo and Juliet repeats It
0: sounds it It sounds it I mean, it's just—it uh, really is amazing. So, that—that um, that is just, yeah. That is. Hey, just. you know what, Russ? I,
1: since I'm talking all this stuff about Nima, uh, Janet has studied Nima and immersed herself in the Nima so well, and she tells the story about our creation better than anyone. Janet, could you tell us? What was Nimma's role in creating our species, Janet?
0: Hey, baby, are you there? Yeah, maybe oh, Sasha, I've just realised something. Yeah. Right? No, what did devils? I thought Sasha were at the side of you. So, right? She? She's in a different room. Right. Well, what I have uh, to do, I have to. I'll have to call her in. I'll have to call. Thank her you. In. Give- I'll just do it. Is oh, that okay? okay? Right. Yeah. Sure. Sorry about that. Here we go. Right. I'm just going to bring her in now. Um, yeah. here we go. Just bear okay, with me a bit so because I'll, I'm not. I'll, you stay I'll, up. I'll just wrap stay up. Up. And add, here we go. I'm not brilliant with technology. I hope this works. <laughs> I let me just
1: say works. in the end, as, as, uh, while you fiddle with that stuff, let me, Warm up by saying that uh, Enki uh, actually. Oh, I hear her tromping around. Here comes I Janet. Thought, they want you on the
2: radio show. Oh, come now.
1: Come, <laughs> come, come now. So uh, Russ, she's she's here. <laughs> I'm
2: walking. All right, <laughs>
1: right. I'm, Russ. I'm, now I'm, she's here. So so what what uh, what I want want you to know is there was a the miners from Nibiru. Uh, they they volunteered and they, they spent and they went to Southeast Africa's where they were digging the gold and they spent decades under the ground. They were they were so they were on the verge of of uh, of, of mutiny and 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 Enki was really fed up because uh, uh, Yahweh kept demanding more and more of them and uh, he he left. Uh, uh, he thought he had a solution. He had noticed that Homo erectus, uh, uh, this smart hominid had been letting other animals out of its trap, communicated uh telepathically and was very empathetic. And he, he said, This, this is this is a, a hominoid. This is what we need to adapt our genome to Earth. Oh uh, gosh, if we could just be not so competitive and murderous and we could be uh empathetic like these creatures and, and telepathic, wow, that'd be really cool. And so he engineered a mine mutiny. He told the miners to hold back their uh Uh, gold shipment, and Enki came – Anlil, the commander, the boss came down with his son. Uh, The miners surrounded the house he was in. They set fire their tools. They threatened him, and Enki walked in and said, I know the solution. You don't have to have war, and what are you going to do? I'm going to make – I can make some slaves for – helpers for us. No, no, that's illegal. You can't make slaves – Use make machines is what the son said, uh, and, and uh, Anki said no no this 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 will work fine I'll just make a clone master and it'll it'll really be cool it'll be a win for everybody now uh, let's let's call Dad and so they they met a message uh, Anu back on uh, Nibiru and Anu says you got to save. Uh, the planet, and besides that, you got to send the miners home, they they have lives too. Uh, uh go ahead with your project. Uh, clones are okay, and uh, I'll let Janet take the story from there because we especially want to know what Nimma's role is.
2: Great. Right. Um, let me get in closer here. Yes, so so Nimma, poor Nimma got kind of overlooked. She was originally betrothed to Enki, and Enki was first in line for the throne, and uh. Things uh, went awry when Enki ended up having to marry Dumina in a political alliance, so that their father Anu could uh, remain in, in the kingship. That's exactly what. It, yeah, he 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 was going to lose a power position, so they negotiated <clears throat> for the next generation. It'll be more duke. Um. Right. So so she was betrothed to Enki, and next thing she knows, she's out. Enki's marrying Domkina, and he has a son, Marduk. So she, uh, brokenhearted, went into the arms of the, her half-brother. Enki, and Enlil were both half-brothers, or half, you know, half-siblings. They were all siblings, but they had... Um, I think two of them had the same mother, and it might have been Enlil and um, Nima had the same mother, but the other one had a different mother. So anyway, they were all related. They were all siblings. And she ran into the arm of her, her other brother, Enlil, and got pregnant and had Ninurta. So this created the original fight between the two brothers, which became God and, and Satan in the Bible, God and the devil, right? And so <laughs> but she was in the middle of them, and she, for a while there, kept going back and forth um, with their heart broken and running into the arms of her beloved. And she ended up, uh, long story short, over time with Enki, and she had um, three daughters at first, and then she ended up having about eight more children. And we really don't know how many, but this... what we tell about 20. how
1: Adam came about, honey. <clears throat> uh, what was her role in the, in the, in making the clones?
2: Well, at a certain point, they the the miners were revolting down in South Africa. They didn't want to work in the mines anymore. It was dirty work, and they thought they were about that. And of course, so so the. They decided to create these uh, worker species, and they were the hybrids of, you know, this is what's going on to this day. There's a hybrid species, and they're being used as a slave species. And and I think you're part of that uh, program, Russ, where you're, you know, some kind of hybridization of your, your genes so you can go out and fight in space. So some things haven't changed. But back then, in, in those you days, test tubes. Uh, they were trying to make the prototype, the original one, and so they were doing genetic experiments and they weren't working. Sometimes they would make one, and they couldn't hold its urine, and you know couldn't speak, and and that uh, a lot of their genetic experiments were just were on different species too. That's why we have minotaurs and centaurs and um, all these different um, species. So they ended up using the Homo erectus, which was probably the and- the Andothal, right? And they used the, that uh, DNA as a basis for their hybrid. And um, because they saw that this uh, humanoid that was on the earth all, was uh, compassionate, was letting out the other animals. They had all these animals they were capturing and studying and hybridizing and creating other species. And and so these uh humanoids were letting them out. And so they wanted to have a more compassionate DNA. They thought it'd be a good basis. And so they were going to do some experimentation with the, the native species here. And so... It wasn't working. Finally, um, Nemo, they were using, you know, the, um, the females of the local species and putting eggs and sperm and everything uh, into that female that just wasn't taking, wasn't working. And so finally, Nemo came up with a solution where it has been mixed in a, uh, clay, in a clay vessel, not, not the type of vessels they were putting, uh, the admixture into. And she said, and it must be carried in, the the of a an Anunnaki female, and so, you know, Enki who was in love with his sister Nimma and had settled for Donkina, it was a political marriage. I mean, he loved her, but he wasn't in love with her. And he said, "Well, put this, the baby into Quina <laughs> and Nimma got outraged, and she's, "No, no, no, it's my experiment, and I will carry it." And so she um, was not only the geneticist that figured out how uh, how homo sapiens could come to be. She was the one that carried it in her womb, and so she uh, gave birth to it. Um, She said, she held it out. She said, with mine own hands, I have created it, and there's a a cuneiform that depicts this, and it's on our website. What did it look like? And um, it it was red, like the clay of the earth of Africa.
1: Reddish brown.
2: Reddish brown with... uh, Kinky hair, dark, kinky hair.
1: Was it yeah. just like the Anunnaki boys, or was there a difference?
2: And it had a foreskin. <laughs> the Anunnaki did not have a foreskin on their penises. Can we say that? <laughs> yes, we can. And so, um, anyway, that's kind of, the story proceeds from there. But, um, you know, she she got overlooked eventually in the in this. Story and cut out of the story and uh oh, is there something going on? They're saying uh, on Revolution Radio. Are we still on on the air? Because I'm getting some pop-ups.
0: Yeah, everything's okay. Hey. And, uh, it happens. I was just saying earlier to uh, Sasha that uh, you know I, I don't get an intro. When I, I I used to get an intro before and um, say now you're your host and I'm, I don't I get it occasionally. Uh, I think I, I, when oh. when Ahmed's about, I, I get it. Um, but if not, um, and what I've got to do is I've got to go to my other computer and listen to see when, you know, the intro's coming and then turn it off so there's no feedback. Oh, on it. You, you know what I mean?
1: It's really worthwhile while we're discussing Nima about whom you asked uh, that uh, to know that when the brothers were just about to blow each other up, she was the uh, uh, the one who was able to stop that from happening on on the earth that the descendants of of uh, Lucifer uh, who wasn't Satan's, Satan was his son, uh, uh, Marduk. Uh, Lucifer uh, and and Satan, that is Enki and Marduk, and all, all the other people in Enki's clan had gathered in the Great Pyramid at Giza uh, uh, to defend themselves. Uh, Horon was there, Horus was there, uh, even uh, Nergal, uh, the Lord of the Underworld, was there. They were all there. And the Inanna uh, uh, was on the the outs outside with with all the uh, with Yahweh and all those guys, and they're bombing the heck out of the, out of the thing. And finally, Nima is, uh, uh talks uh, the uh, uh, commander, the boss, and Lil Yahweh into letting her mediate. And she goes in. and She says, "Come on out, you guys are we're we're all siblings. Let's not keep fighting." Uh, will you guarantee us a safe passage? And she talks Anil into it. So they have a safe passage, and they divide up their areas. Enki gets Africa, and uh, he gives Egypt immediately to uh, Marduk. And, he, uh, and uh, Marduk's friends settle in Canaan. That's another story. But in any, any case, and uh, the uh, Mesopotamia and Turkey... Uh, and in uh, the Mediter- Eastern Mediterranean, go to uh, Anlil and his clan, and, and they put Nima right in the middle, uh, and she has this great big palace uh, out ma- on Mount Moriah, and, and uh, ultimately they build a spaceport on the Sinai after the a great flood because their spaceport uh, in Mesopotamia it was under mud. But in any case, the story of, of Nimma. And Enki goes on and on, right to the place where some modern therap- theorists actually have some evidence that uh, that Enki and Nima were married in Canaan.
2: Yeah, the, the biblical wedding in Canaan was actually the marriage of Enki and Nima. So there's a lot of information on that. But I guess what I want to uh, state here is that this is a global culture. This is why we have pyramids all over the planet. Uh, this is why the uh, all the different things like the Machu Picchu and um, over there in England, all those uh, stone circles and everything's connected to these Anunnaki. They were not limited to, you know, Egypt. <laughs> they traveled the world. They were a global culture. That's why we have um, in South America, we have the Olmecs and they have the uh, African features and... And so we're now starting to piece this together because of the lidar, the, the sonar, and we can see in South America there they they were cities the size of New York City with millions of people, and they've got buried under you know, dirt and uh, we've had repeated earth changes with floods. Uh, we've had little mini floods. We had the global flood at Noah's time. So we're 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 deconstructing and analyzing this stuff and. Um, it takes a lot of us to pull it all together. So Sasha and I are working with other researchers.
1: Yeah, one of the things we know is that the, that the Anunnaki were in North were in North America. Uh, both factions, Marduk had got uh, gotten his brother killed, uh, Dumuzi killed, and so he was uh, uh, exiled to North America yeah. uh, at the same time, then, then, and started building up uh, his base there uh, about the time of Jesus before. Jesus realized he was being used uh, uh, his Anunnaki uh, managers uh, brought him to America and he was preaching, going all around Uh, we had a whole show uh, uh, and so forth then somewhere in the middle he realized that he was being used and started uh, telling him hey, get free of this
0: nonsense yeah well can I just say um, uh, there's a couple of things um one which i would say that uh, he was talking about um, the um you know the the race basically wanting this um mined gold is it um, is it um, gold uh, atomic gold is it something monatomic gold
1: Yes, what they do is they they yeah. take they 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 would uh, get the uh, gold uh, in, in in ore form, uh, dig it out of the ground. They they ran it down these stone uh, uh, pathways that were using a combination of sound and electricity. And uh, anyway, they got them basically to ships. They ship them up the east end of uh, east side of North Africa through the Persian Gulf, and there they refined it in a place called Badi Batera. And then they brought it to the spaceport at, at another place in Iraq called Sippar. There they flew it, uh, in, in, uh, in, uh, heavy thrusting, uh, chemically, uh, fuel burning. They were using stuff they got right there on Earth, uh, to Mars. That's where they had, that's where they changed it to ingots, uh, that were, uh, then brought, to, uh, and easy to manage and brought all the way to Nibiru. And in Nibiru, they refined it. It's not difficult to make monoatomic gold, uh, through a series of chemical reductions. And this stuff floats just like, uh, flour floats in a flour mill. Yeah. It's the same thing. So at several points, they thought they had enough. Then the hole came back. Uh, at, matter of fact, we were first created 300,000 years ago. 200,000 years ago, the hole came back, and, uh, the commander started yelling for more and more, uh, gold out of the mines, and this time from the slaves, and, uh, the, these slaves—they're—they're they're not really good. They keep going off in the bush or mutinying and living their own lives, and, st- and they're not very smart because they don't keep working for us. Anki says the boss and Lil Yahweh make smarter slaves. Anki says, "Oh, I know just how to do that." And so he got two of the prettiest uh, he found, and he made babies with them. And boy, were these smart! The kids were called Adapa and Titi, and uh, Adapa was so smart total genius. He, ma- he mastered the, their flight machines. He went to Nibiru. Uh, he uh, uh, he utterly scared the heck out of the Anunnaki. Here was a, a someone from this new race. In just uh, 100,000 years, this race had developed to the point that if you added some more Anunnaki genes, you get genius, and it really frightened them. They realized that... We- we, there's, they, we've got to make sure they don't speak the same language down there. That they don't. That, that the different regions compete with each other. That they compete with each other. Uh, they never realize that we're up here controlling things.
0: Well, the thing I was going well, to well, suggest is suggest that it sounds very sounds much, very much, like, much like, like what is happening what today on Earth, on, Earth. on Earth with all the chemtrails. Yeah, you know it's the, very similar. All the chemtrails that are, you know, there has got to be a reason. Common sense says there yeah. has got to be a reason why this is happening. Now the thing is, there's, you know, there's like a, a comparison here with this race needing to to put this uh, uh, monoatomic gold into the atmosphere of Nibiru. And we've got something very similar going on here where we've got something being sprayed or let loose in our atmosphere, right? Now, has anybody thought of this, that, that a link there between these two things?
1: Yes, there's been a whole uh, series of different people that have analyzed what is it that's, uh, that's in the, in their contrails uh, chemtrails and uh, why? Why on earth would they do it? And it goes all the way from shielding us from seeing what's out there, preventing us from seeing things. Uh, to uh, that's the main thing. That's and uh, it, it may be some kind of electrical capacitance that has changed in our atmosphere. But uh, there's uh, it's the cause of Morgellons kinds of uh, uh, outbreaks. I've seen several uh, people that attribute. Terrible outbreaks on your skin uh, uh, from from this uh, from these contrails. We don't have them in in Maui. The Pacific is is free of them. But I, when I go to Phoenix or places like that, you can't even see the sky for all these
0: things. Yeah. What do you think it is? Bruce? Well, lo- you know, looking at history of the Anunnaki, where they've got a problem on their planet and they're needing to sort it out by using spraying something into their atmosphere. Obviously, mm-hmm. somebody's doing exactly the same thing. We can we can see it. We've, we've got videos of it. You, you can actually see it in the sky if, if you watch. We don't get it over here as much, to be quite honest, on, on the east coast. Um, but common sense tells me that you know, um, the, obviously they're doing it for a, pa- a purpose. Now, what you've got to remember is the purpose what they're doing this for is for their purpose, not our purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, it, it's never, you know, it, it's like politics. I love politics, but I've realised one thing. No matter who you have in Whoever comes in power, they never do anything for the people. There should be nobody right. starving around the world. That's right. There should be no children, you know, and the, again, they make money by making all these um, charities and what have you, you know, from hard working people for people. Some people can't even afford, you know, like. To, to live properly, but, you know, they've got hearts of gold, some of these people, and they will give money away, to charities, and the bloody charities, you know, the the, the people, that are supposed to be getting money, from the charities, never get the money, because, if they did, if they did, there would be no need, because, the, there would be no problem, but, it's gone on, and gone on, and gone on, and there's never any money, Going out, making the situation any better because it's not going where it's supposed to. It's obvious. I don't know any yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm big question, you know. So they're, they're doing this for the, their own good. They're not – whatever yes. they're doing up there in the sky, I would suggest that it's not for our benefit. You're, you're – I
1: agree. I think that your analysis is hundred percent right on we have things are really changing there's a brilliant person called yang who's running for president of the United States yeah. who points out that all we need is needs meeting everybody person would get a thousand dollars American a, a month uh, and uh, if you have a family of three that are living together that's three thousand a month uh, and uh, that and Basically, then, what happens is uh, it doesn't matter that Amazon is take putting all the retail sales out of business uh, because uh, now everybody is t- is taking money. They have money and they're going to the coffee exactly. shop, which is their neighbors, and 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 basically everybody starts to prosper when there's a lot of money instead of just these people who want to reduce our population and control us and keep us pitted against each other yeah. while they get richer and richer and and this. This person, whether Yang becomes the Democratic nominee uh, before President uh, Trump declares a martial law or, uh, or uh, something like that uh, or not, what is happening is every Democratic po- uh, person is uh, who's running from the Democratic Party is saying, wow, that is really right on. We need a basic uh, uh, a su- support so that everybody can have a life.
0: Yeah. It's fantastic, but the problem is it won't work because it's got some problems.
3: It it has. Then
0: the problem is that you need people to work. Now the 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 problem is that um, if you give money out to people for for nothing, right? Yeah, there is a big problem, and that is you're not making money. It's like anything. There's a bartering system. A bartering system only works. If two things, two lots of people have got something what the other person wants, right? Yeah. If you bring it into five people, then you've got a battering system where five people. So the, the, the problem comes when that somebody, for instance, is out of the equation and the battering system, you know, like, oh, well, we, we can do this, we can do that, but we don't really need him because we, you know, so, somewhere along, you, along the line, there'll be somebody that doesn't come out of it and it always happens. But having said that, you know, what you've well, got to. Well, do well, with Russ,
1: you, you know, one of the things you've got to consider is that. Work means taking care of elders who can't, or babies that can't. Work means the things that you don't count as work, the things women do every day, and that's work too. And when you start considering well, yes, yeah. that, yeah. and yes. people that are displaced by Amazon uh, purchases uh, uh, will find work, including um, uh, art, music. Uh, we 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 can mechanize almost any repetitive. Anything and use artificial intelligence. Now, uh, Janet's much more expert on well, this.
2: Well, I'm just studying it as well. I'm but an But the, the 12,000 years is poverty level, so you're not going to quit working. You'll just be able to subsidize it, and, you, and we've got to stop having the bottom where people are living on the street and starving to death. You know, so oh, yeah, we no, got look
0: no, at. You, so, um, you see, the thing is, instead of in, instead of having somebody coming up with something silly. That won't possibly work. What you've got to have is something that will work and say, you know, let's have no poverty You know, but people You know sort of like it encourages people to, to make money until you know, but it's like you don't get that oh,
2: They're only gonna get they're not even get their needs met 12,000 a year doesn't meet your needs I mean, I'm on social security. It doesn't go far enough. <laughs> you know, you have to yeah, you I have to figure out yeah, how you're, just, don't, you, you have say, money to get your hair cut. You don't yeah. have money to put gas in your car. You don't have money to have a car. I mean, yeah. it's just not sufficient. So, of course, oh. people are going to work, but they're they're going to be uh, subsidized for having their jobs taken away from them by automation and artificial intelligence and um, you know the roboticization of most of our jobs. So in, within five years, this is what Andrew Yang said, within five years, and he's touching, he's talking to uh, Silicon Valley, and they're going to remove all the um, uh, the fast food industry jobs, and the um, driving cars, driving trucks, they'll be all automated, you know, Ubers. Um, let's see, what else was it? Um, the call centers, everything can be automated, and there was, there's like four or five industries that are going to be gone, In the next five years, and there's no place to go. So yeah, you you can't even get a job. So we have to do something different as we go from one reality, which is this job based reality, to another reality, and and we got to figure it out. But to leave people just hanging with nothing to starve to death, that's going to lead to our society and an absolute anarchy. And so you got to take care of the people or
0: I'll start stop, stop making babies. Yeah, this, this is what I'm saying, yeah. But there, there doesn't seem to be any common sense where, you know, let's start off by, you know, sort of like making sure that people are not starving and they've got homes, you know, sort of, and, you know, but there doesn't seem to be any common sense, that you know. People, yeah. I think people today um, are, are, are a lot more, um, what's the word for it, uh, me, me, me. They only think of me. Selfish. Very you
2: know, yeah, selfish. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not a nice word, but it's true. Let me just check on the time. Let me just check on the time, because... Um, sure,
2: yeah. We have a break coming up here.
0: We, we, yeah, we've got, oh, yeah, we've got five minutes. I think we've got five minutes coming up for a, a coffee break. No, it's now. Okay, this is Russ saying, uh, come back in five minutes or whatever, two minutes, three minutes, um, we're
2: taking five.
3: the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation is survival and gardening off-grid living medical knowledge or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is well check out our preloaded EMP proof thumb drive
1: In breaking news, a visiting Syrian diplomat reported today that their population is evolving rapidly and advancing into a fifth dimensional consciousness. They are seeking peace with all cosmic cultures, which may mean that the Earth will be asked to join the prestigious Galactic Federation of Light Alliances. Please join Debbie West and Michael Hathaway on Lost Knowledge, Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Studio A for the latest breaking news on the Star Visitors' peaceful
4: contact and the ongoing project of cleansing the Earth. This is the people's war. It is our war. We are the fighters. Fight it, then. Fight it with all that is in us. And may God defend the right. Warning! Warning! we got to stop us! They're going to kill us all! See how the trouble you've started? Be they the government, be they industry, be they organized labor, be they anyone, for human beings! I...
3: Radio of freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported talk radio station, throwing ourselves upon the gears of the machine. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. You
4: called down the thunder. Well now you got it.
1: Radio, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, on Studio B, for Momentary Zen, with host Zen Garcia, at freedomsteps.com The People Station. When your doctor tells you you have bad cholesterol or blockages in the arteries, what do you do? When diet and exercise is not enough, we try medications and hope for the best. For the last two decades, I have been telling people about a natural method to help solve these problems and more. Extendivite can help maintain cardiovascular health and lower blood lipid levels in adults. The seven herbs in Extendivite are known to work together synergistically to get the results we hope for. There are many testimonials on Extendivite's effect on circulatory-related ailments. Get Extendivite today to start your journey back to a healthier life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com
3: or see us on amazon.com. Extend your life with
4: Extendivite.
0: Hi, this is Russ Kellett. This is Russ Kellett's Mixed Bag, a mixed bag of all things uh, paranormal. And um, for the free-thinking man and woman out there uh, looking into all sorts of subjects, uh, from UFOs, aliens, abductions, we've even got ghosts, crop circles, Bigfoot, Littlefoot, you name it, we've got it, if you haven't got it, it's not worth having. And on t- tonight's show... I have uh, Sasha Lessing and Janet Lessing, and um, hi there, how are you doing? Oh, hi. okay, I'm Rose just back. Uh, can
2: you hear me? Hattie? I'm back on, I just jumped on my own computer.
1: Yeah, you jumped on, make... oh my gosh, Ross broke his, be careful when you're
0: jumping on it, babe. I'll um, send I'm you. A- i
2: <laughs> computers.
0: <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my broken screen. Oh, dear me. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got it plugged no, into no, a secondary no. screen at the moment because it's my favourite computer. Oh, my to be honest. It's a computer that I, I get on, um, get on the show with every week. So I'm just going to get a new screen. Um, I'm going to get one this week. I'm going to send off one. I mean, it's had its day in a way, but uh, you know, when you've got a, a, a nice computer that you like, that you, you work with, you know, and I'm thinking, uh, fifteen pounds. You know, like thirty dollars. I'll mend it and and what have you. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway. So, um, yeah. So there's there's comparisons with what's going on today, um, in our our skies with this um, with this whatever it is that's been sprayed into the atmosphere, and really, if we look look at it realistically. The stories of um the Anunnaki using um monoatomic is it um gold to put into the atmosphere yes. around the Nibiru. You know, the, the this to me there's like parallels here. You know, this right. is what we're talking about. The other thing is when we were talking earlier, you know, we're talking about um archaeology. I had a, a, a great friend, um, he was a brother as well, um, he, he was a monk, um, and uh, an ex marine uh, as well, a real lovely chap, and I lost contact with him, and then I found out that um, he'd passed away about three years ago. And um, that chap, he knew more about um, a lot of the digs um, in the ancient lands. You know, um, in the Middle East and North Africa and, and what have you, and he told some amazing stories about being, you know, ushered off of um, these digs when they'd found things, and the authorities had yeah. turned up, and they said, right, you know, we close it, you, you know, we're closing this dig down now, and i said, well, well, why? And what it was, there was finding things. That shouldn't have been there, right? Yeah, um, there was like right, yes. technology. There was finding, um, you know, sort of like something like uh, Bronze Age and uh, and Iron Age um, tools and what have you. When there was down so far down where there was like um, you know dinosaur around the dinosaur's time where you know there's you know millions of years difference you know almost like finding you know um almost like finding a a a firearm you know sort of like maybe two thousand years ago you know sort of like um you you know i mean three thousand four thousand five thousand years ago just out of sync you know, just mm-hmm. out of sync, something that shouldn't have been there at that time. And, you know, it had happened on a number of occasions. And then there was occasions that he told us that um, he'd been told about, you know. Um, and the last one he was telling us about, a place called Jabal Law or something in the Middle East, It was wanting to go look at this place because... There was something there that didn't fit in, and then um, they were talking about going to have a look at, um, you know, the, the place in in Turkey where they, they thought they'd found um, Noah's Ark, etc. You know, um, uh-huh. so there is a, a lot of discrepancies. What he was saying is that there's what's been written down that is like law and like Darwin's law and and what have you, and that is the truth. So he's saying like, and he said, most of the archaeologists, he says, you know, when you're on a payroll and when you're getting a good, um, you know, a a good wage, you keep your mouth shut, you know. It's, It's a shame. He says it's like most of the books... It says, you know, if you if you look at it realistically, uh, most of the books that you, you look at um, could and should be rewritten again because it's Absolutely. it's BS. A lot of it is BS. That's right. You know, That's the, right. like you said, there is, no, there is no missing link. There is no missing link. Well, the missing link were in a test tube, you know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right. They're not going to tell you that, are <laughs> they, really? I'm not actually going to tell you that, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's what I the way I look at it from talking to people that you know, um, yeah, that what academic absolutely what an academic. One is, mm-hmm.
1: you're right, you're totally right on. This guy knows what he was talking
0: about, hundred percent. But also, you know, people are not stupid, you know. Yeah, you, you can be an, an academic, but there's a lot of people that are not academics um, that never wanted to be an academic, but they still use their brains. And they the question things. Like me, when I question the teacher, well, you know, can it, why, why are they killing people? Why is God... When a loving God do not sound so loving, go to the headmaster. You know, go to Mr. Yeah. Gray. You know, <laughs> you, you, you get the cane. You know, for asking... Asking a, um, a child, asking a question, that because right. it doesn't fit in. It doesn't fit in with what we're taught as God and what have you, been loving and, and what have you, a loving God, you know, to kill all the people that he made. What, what the is going on there? You tell me, you know. Well, I think we know, don't we? Right. I, you know. Um, and, of <laughs> course, <laughs> this is what the Templars knew. You know, the, the, this is why the Templars turned around and said, you know what, Mr. Pope, stick it. You know, we, we know the truth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so, Sorry, Grand Master, if you're listening. I, I probably shouldn't have said that, but anyway. But yeah, you know, they knew the truth, and a lot of other people knew the truth. And the truth is, you know, the, <laughs> the truth, as you know it, is a lie. You know, and all that we're talking about, is what people say, oh, no, no, that is the truth. All the, oh, no's and what have you, uh, when we're talking about things that uh, is, you know, this subject is the truth. Yeah. You know, most of the truth, anyway, most of the time, you don't get the occasion, you know, where somebody wants to put a little bit in there and muddy the waters. But if you look at it realistically, from like uh, what we've been talking about tonight you know it's, it's common sense that this is where we this is how we got here you know we got here yep. not through how people um have reported to, you know told us basically this is how you've got here you know and I, you know this is just by free thinking and looking at things and looking at uh logic says that we didn't come here, that, you know, there is no missing here, man, you know, sort of like, but there's a test tube somewhere and, and what have you, and then, of course, there was uh, the vessel that it was carried in. That ain't around anymore, obviously. Um So, anyway. Um so. Yeah, uh, well, well,
1: well, Ross, about the archaeology, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, uh, I'd like to tell a little story. It'll, it'll come back to a, an archaeological site known as Lagash and um, a mummy that's in the basement of the uh, uh, London uh, Museum right now. I, I mentioned uh, before how the Anunnaki had uh, uh, exiled Prince Marduk or Satan to the United uh, it wasn't the United States, to North America, uh, and after a while, the, uh, the king of Nibiru, because Marduk is his, um, his, his grandson, he said, I, uh, look, I, your exile is lifted, you can come back. So Marduk came back to uh, his father's place in, uh, near Basara and a, a little parcel there called Babyl, uh, uh, And uh, he built a, to- a launch tower there. He was going to uh, get a human army together. And he was going to retake Nibiru because he thought he should be king there. And when uh, Ninurja and Enlil saw that he w- he had built this tower and that the- he had made an alliance with the humans and he was going to marry one of the humans, Serpenity, one of the slaves – uh, he said, we've got to stop this because he's going to unite the humans. So they bombed the tower. That's the so-called Tower of Babel. It wasn't because he was reaching for the heavens. Yeah, he was reaching for the heavens. He was this control tower. He was going to launch rockets everywhere and interfere with all the uh, rocket traffic back and forth. So Marduk uh, uh, then... Uh, his, the tower, after that, they made sure that all the different people were posed with each other, different uh, areas, um, uh, different religions, and so forth. And um, they eventually gave <clears throat> the boss's uh, granddaughter, Inanna, this uh, kingdom in, um, on the, uh, we, we call it Pakistan now, but it was the Indus Valley. And, uh <clears throat> and she became a, a big shot both in Iraq and in the Indus Valley. Well, in, in, uh, and so she wanted these two places, her kingdoms, to be able to trade, and so finally they they, uh, they trained a king's son in Uruk, the place in in um, Sumer in in Iraq, uh, in both languages, and he goes all the way, uh, makes it all the way to the Indus Valley, and um, the uh, with a message from his dad, who is half uh, Anunnaki, half slave, and said submit to me or we're going to have a war well the, the king of arada said hey i'd rather have trade than war but if you got to have a have a war uh, let's just have our champions fight so we don't have to kill everybody but anyway this guy banda uh came back and uh inanna the granddaughter saw him and she got all confused she thought that was her lover who uh, marduk had got killed and she started uh, an affair with this king banda and one of the descendants of Bondi was Gilgamesh. He became king, and this and so the so uh, he could only connect with uh, Inanna uh, one day uh, a year. And um, other than that, he started being really crazy during the time that she wasn't there, and exercising his right of the Lord, the king, to uh, have all the brides before their husbands to be could and there was riots in Uruk that people did not like this and so uh Enki created a um, artificial uh, human being Enkidu and uh, to fight with Inanna had a, a Tantrika a, a Tantric practitioner tame him and make him human then he came and fought uh with Gilgamesh and Gilgamesh and, and uh, Enkidu then became friends and they tried to get uh Gilgamesh to go back to Nibiru and get everlasting life like like Marduk had been promising everybody and like the Anunnaki seemed to have and they went through a series of adventures but eventually uh, he, he failed and um, Gilgamesh died but his great 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 granddaughter Princess Puabi who's dug up in Lagash in Iraq and her body is underneath Deep down in the museum, of the London Museum, and our teacher Zechariah Sitchin has asked that you know a major thing with the you know, out of his request um, be that they do a genetic analysis of Princess Puabi and that will show us where what our missing genes are, the ones that are getting active now, where we the Anunnaki part of us is getting ready to. Um, Come out and uh, bring in a better age.
0: Right. So basically, they'll, they'll know through test DNA tests Basically, yeah. Now, you know, know yes. something? Um, I was talking about this to one or two friends, and um, what it is is there's two things here. Um, let's see. Um, it was oh now then. Um, February, January, February, I think it had been when I had um, an abduction. Um, it was a, d- a different type of abduction. I would taken and I had implants taken out of me ears, my nose, and my eyes. Mm. And um, not been well since. And um, been to hospitals and what have you, doctors and having eardrops drops and what have you, and then having tests because um the same area I had these lumps and, and what have you, you know, sort of like in my neck and and uh so I had that two weeks ago when I had to go for scans and stuff. And um you know sort of like so I'm going through some very strange things um Sasha with um regards of abductions and and, and things. And then um yesterday morning, four o'clock um I had something very strange happened. I was taken um again um, into one of the underground bases and um, not taken and used how I usually am as in um, taking a, and fighting uh, and what have you but I had all sorts of, of stuff done you know like um, the injection in the back of my neck as usual and sort of like um then shown all sorts of things and uh, told things which has sort of, like, upset my equilibrium a little bit over the past day, you know. Um,
2: what kind of things were you told?
0: Um, about, um, about, you know, sort of, like, what, we, what I'm doing and, and what I'm supposed to have done as a soldier and what have you. And, um, you know, it, it's like there is so much... Uh, about um, uh, what you've been talking about today, sort of like has come into it, more or less. You know? Right. Um, I know that uh, we, we've, what, what I'm well, assuming is that there was like. I
2: think I'm a lifelong experiencer. I'm a lifelong experiencer and I know it changes over time. Yeah. So you've had one type of experience for a long time where you found yourself fighting in battle. Yeah. Maybe you paid your dues and it's time for you to get into it. They'll be giving you a different role. You know, it's like you're retired or you graduated and now you're doing radio shows. You're interviewing people. It seems like even in your life, you're doing a different role. So maybe in your interlife with them, your ET life, you're going to be getting a different role.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's strange because, um, what well, what I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking is that, uh, you know, a lot of this is, you know, sort of like I've never, I've never known about, you know, um, Nibiru. I've, ne- I've heard people talk about it, but you know, when you'd be more, you, you know, sort of like um, blinkered, more blinkered, looking forward, because I, I've had what happened to me as, um, a, 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 I don't even like using the word super soldier and secret space program. You know, but right. being, being used as a, a soldier in what I would call this, um, this, um, what we want to call it? a universal war or galactic war. I know that some people mm-hmm. wouldn't like the sound of it because it, it, it doesn't sound good, warring and what have you. But as far as I can make out now, is that there was originally six races, right, yeah? Um, that mm-hmm. was, was basically in one part of our universe. Right. Yeah. And, right. You had the power to make o- other races. Right. Yeah. So th- that mm-hmm. is probably, um, double. So 12 races and, and using these for whatever purpose the one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it, 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 you know, they're not just fighting for one thing. I mean, it, it, it looks like to me, you know, obviously, you know, that there's on this earth with what's what you what we've been speaking about with the anarchy and, and what have you. Obviously, there was even warring on this planet, you know, for the oh, rights, yes. you know, sort of like so, and it's never it's never gone away. And what you've got to look at is if this is true, right, yeah, all the powers around the world, right, yeah, no matter whether they're Chinese, Japanese, whether they're American, um, uh, you know, sort of like um, European, um, British, you know, or South American, um, whatever, right, yeah, somewhere along mm. the line, there is um what you would call groups and people that have become kings and kingdoms around the world. But if you ask yourself why were they, were these people kings, what made them better than anybody else? Well I think we know the, the answers now tonight, don't we? Listening to this show
4: right, and listening
0: right. to what, what you've been talking about and that is because you know the the being Basically interfered with, they've, they've been made, and the the part of this this system. So no matter who they are, if if they've got some of this um, bloodline, this is why, and they're still warring around the world. And it's yeah, pretty-
1: a You know, uh, let me uh, let me expand upon that a little bit because the international your relative latecomers uh, to this earth. Uh, the reptilians were here way before we were. Let me uh, just say that when the, uh, the Draco Empire uh, came upon the Lyrans in the Lyrian group, uh, and they blew up one of the Lyrans planets straight away, and went, and most of the people, the Lyrans were humanoids like us, you know, a head, two arms, two legs. They yeah. fled all over the place to uh, to Andromeda, to the Pleiades, and then uh, Nibirans' ancestors were one of the people that went to uh, the um, uh, Pleiades and formed uh, part of a unity uh, kingdom. But in any case, the Dracos pursued the uh, Lirans, and some of them landed on Maldek, uh, which was a planet between Jupiter and Mars, uh, and uh, some of them uh, had a a great, highly developed civilization, Lirans, on Mars, Uh, Which was uh, very verdant at the time, very very nice. And uh, the uh, Draco's hollowed out a a, a comet-like thing, and they came next to Maldek, and the Maldekans uh, sought refuge beneath um, in the fallout shelters in Mars, and uh, they were okay. But the Maldek was blown into the Cooper Belt. That's what was all that was left of it. The uh, it's the uh, the uh, comet proceeded past. Mars sucked off most of Mars's atmosphere and ended up uh, at what we call uh the uh, past Earth. It sucked off enough of the Earth's – was water covered and uh, mist covered it – enough of the uh, water so that two continents only arose. Lemuria in the present Pacific and uh, Atlantis in the present Atlantic and its edges. And it moved on. This comet moved on. It became Venus. It came to the surface – uh, they made seven domed cities. They sent a hollowed out uh, satellite, uh, the moon, which they occupied. And from there, they, with their cattle, occupied Lemuria. Their cattle was were the dinosaurs they brought them. That's what they ate. A million years later, the uh, humans had had gotten a galactic federation together, and they occupied Atlantis, and they landed people. They retook Venus, and uh, they landed uh, uh, some of the Atlans in Atlantis. Uh, in, in the Gobi and in the, the people that from Maldek were also, were in the Gobi too. And they all beat the hell out of the reptilians who went underground for the, the most part. And the, the war went on and on with the underground reptilians and the, and the, the, Atlanteans above uh, ground. Of course, the Atlanteans extincted the dinosaurs. They just shot them with their modern weapons. And, and so what happened is they called a council, called the Council of Hatona, uh, in the Andromeda group. And androbinas wanted to see peace, and they made a deal. Who's going to make the basic humanoid uh, forms for this planet that can survive there? And 12 humanoid species and one reptilian species volunteered, and they each took a different part of the genetics. The reptilians took our brain stems, fight or flight, that part of us. And and then each of the proto-humans, each of these different areas around the Earth were then uh uh, more genetics were done on them; they were conditioned and, and and so forth and so you have this huge uh history and and the atlanteans uh, we uh, eventually sunk their their own uh, uh planet their own uh continent too. Now we know that, that uh, the early inhabitants of Ireland and Britain were long headed they were great big people we know that are all over the place. Um, the roundheaded people only came to Britain and Ireland uh, later. When Atlantis uh, sunk, it left the east coast of the United States and the west coast of Northern Europe uh, and some island chains here and there. And just like in the Pacific, when Lemuria sunk, it left us uh, the Pacific Islands and California coast and. and uh, Formosa and the islands around uh, the Japanese islands and so forth. But so th- when the Anunnaki came, there were people all over the place, and a lot of them survived the uh, floods and the uh, the ant people, the, uh, grays, who were actually evolved from the first planet that the Lyrans, uh, uh, ruined and, and destroyed, uh, they, they, were the ones that, they're the grays that rescued the ant people that rescued the Hopi and the Zuni and took them, uh, to Sedona and, and uh, helped them, uh, settle in the Four Corners area later. So anyway, there's a huge history. The Anunnaki are just telling their little part of it and, and, uh, uh they're they're propagandists for themselves as all historians are
0: that's right you're right there very strange um because in a lot of the the ufo investigations that i've done over the years strangely enough i've come across something that you were talking about there and that is um stories of giants yeah um people that yeah. have actually mm-hmm. seen the, not, a, not a lot of the times had they seen a craft um, but they'd seen something like a, a 10 or a 15 foot giant around these areas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah the, the, they had um, a craft that had been seen. And when I looked into the you know the actual investigations and the area, a strange thing um, I, I came across. And that is that these areas were well known for giants living there. And they even had names for these giants in these areas. One of them, a very famous Yorkshire giant, um, which was called... um, Oh, now then, let me think, what the heck did they call him now? Um, Oh...
1: Oh, Jack found a giant at the top of his beanstalk, too.
0: <laughs> that's that's a giant. That's, oh, dear. I, my, my school of my, my thoughts just gone wild now thinking about that. But anyway, yeah, um, it, it's one of these things where, you know, what we're getting is that, um, like, we've missed myths and legends. Right, yeah you're finding right. that um, these areas sometimes um where these where these things have lived then that used to roam the cut the, the giant was actually called rumble because it was um, part of rumble's Moor. um and again that butts up to um, a famous um area um which is called calf rock and there was a famous alien the the um that called the Ilkley alien the little re- green man of um Ilkley uh, uh, yeah. was filmed yeah. was filmed just along those moors where romble lived the giant romble anyway I just thought I would just I'm just thought I'd add that bit in when you were talking about these um people and these giants that lived you know, around uh, Ireland and um, and England, you know? Or I should say...
2: Oh, 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 the, the Anunnaki you know, did the go to the, the British Isles and to Ireland, and they uh, created the monoliths. I'm having feedback. Hold on. Let me see what's going on. No? Okay, someone else talked. The hand is-
1: Cover the 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 henges, not just Stonehenge is a little one. There's henges, huge, huge works underneath down. The the entire British Isles are covered with these connector uh, uh, henges. These rows and rows, and it's all mathematical, and it's all laid out, and they used them uh, for.
0: not only that, we're looking at underground bases and tunnels. Yeah. Right? And and that's a right. fact. I mean... It's all
2: connected.
0: It, it is all connected. It is all connected. Um, and, and strangely enough, they're, they're talking about making a road and tunneling underneath Stonehenge, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, why the heck... Would you want to do that? You know, they say no. You know, I mean, the thing is, if if you look, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, there's more to this than meets the eye. Uh, First of all, you know, look at the area.
1: The area, besides the little part around Stonehenge, is military. It's closed off to the public. You can't go there. You can't. It's... uh, the British military you knows darn well whatever it is.
0: Of course he does. This is, this is what I'm saying. You know, there's always when these people, you know, do things, they don't do them for nothing. You know, it might seem ludicrous, you know, that they're doing things, but believe me, usually there's something behind it, and it's sinister. Yes, that, that is my belief it's, anyway. When, when these uh, people you, do things... I, I can, Yes,
1: uh, you know what? You know what? I, the, the story that keeps going through my mind—I don't want to believe it, but it's so powerful uh, that uh, Daniel Cooper says is that uh, all the inhabitants of Earth have been sold off to uh, uh, as slaves, and the, uh, a false alien invasion is supposed to scare us so much that we say, "Oh yeah, take us someplace and save us," and they'll take us off to uh, uh, slave no, for them. No, that's not
2: quite one hundred percent right, honey. That's not quite uh, – what they're doing is that they're um, creating a horrendous uh, environment here with all the pollution. It might be – the chemtrails is a part of it, but it's cooking it up so someday this planet's not going to be inhabitable. And then the false flag will be the extraterrestrials will come down and say, well, you don't have to perish with this planet. We've got a, a lovely planet, the chemtrail, a, a series of planets, you and you join the Federation – well, chemtrails are probably part of it. They're, they're changing the atmosphere and, and the, you know, the pollution, the fossil fuels, chemtrails, all this stuff. It, we're like a bunch of lobsters in the pot that is boiling, slowly boiling, and we're not paying attention. And we're going to wake up, and the air will be no longer breathable, and then they're going to come down and rescue us, you know, because we're so used yeah. to being saved. Yeah. You know? So they'll come down as these saviors and rescue us, and they'll say, uh we're gonna take you off to another planet. But the, the point is that um, what Dan is saying is that we're already slaves and we are. We're corporate economic slaves. We've been slaves since the Anunnaki. We were created as a slave species and we're ongoing slaves. Now you could have your slaves suffer and, and eat dirt or you can make it nice for your slaves and they they go to work and they come home and they have a nice car and a nice house and they don't know that they're slaves. <laughs> but they're slaves because and this is what we were talking about earlier, about a new uh, system of uh, governance that's coming out. To at least if we're going to be slaves, we'll have more benefits. Um, so, you know, we're going to have benefits wherever we go. Uh, some slave masters are going to be better than others. So that's yeah, all we can last? do. Because, because, apparently this
0: because like you said, the thing is, you know, there'll, there'll come a point in time when we'll turn around and say, look, you know, this planet's at it. You know we can't sustain all the people because of the atmosphere. Now again, that is going back. If you look at it to the anarchy, um, you know, like mm-hmm. so again, you know, in on the on the room where they, they said that okay, um, they had to mine for this gold to to put this um, monoatomic gold into the atmosphere, and we've got things today where we've got you know, whatever being sprayed into the atmosphere, because it is, you can tell, but also something Mm -hmm. strange, and that is, you're talking about, you know, um, like with Noah, and when the ice caps melted, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things is that the ice caps are melting, you know, you're looking at um, the the images on TV, which has been pumped Across to us all the time and saying, that, look, you know, um, here's these polar bears and look, uh, and look uh, we, we've got um, this uh, this land that um, was out there frozen where they lived and you know now that that the land is you know basically becoming less and less, but where's the floods? You know. Um, there's a school of thought that says that a lot of this, again, um, if you if you look on YouTube, you'll see where people have done the, the research and they said that it's a global elite that actually have um, businesses and run corporations. One person in particular who has created this that is making countries pay for this green tax taxing on um you know sort of like the carbon footprint well i've just Mm -hmm. learned um by watching this um television about brexit and saying that one of the biggest companies is gonna have to close down if it doesn't get an handout from the government and because of brexit and when you look at it realistically It said that they just spent something like, I don't know how many millions, in paying a green tax, right, yeah? Now, England Mm -hmm. stopped being um, a superpower in manufacturing quite a number of years ago. So why are we paying this tax, right, yeah? Why are we paying? This this, um, this government, um, this uh, sort of like party, hundreds of millions of pounds from our industries, right, yeah, where there's China and bigger countries pumping out crap out there, right, yeah, that are not paying anything. Again, my country... And and um, you know, it's um, companies uh, manufacturing are being penalised by this false bullshit about paying tariffs on the carbon footprint when we've got China doing more and and you know other bigger countries because we're in Ireland when it comes down to it we're not you know we're in Ireland you know what I mean but. Yeah. Again, we're paying for everything. We're paying this bullshit EU money, right, yeah? And we're paying these companies. You know, how can a company flourish when it's paying this big multi-corporation for this green footprint? Millions and millions. It's eating into its profits. So how can it sustain? It can. And it's not meant to, because these people are trying to to do away with smaller companies, right? Yeah. So what they're doing is mm-hmm. they're taking away the competition, right? Yeah. So you know, right. it's like it's just unbelievable, and they're telling you that, that there's a problem, you know, sort of like the and it's showing you all what's going on. And uh, about, you know, sort of like plastic in the ocean. Well, Wait a minute, We'll oh, put it there. We'll oh, put it there. You know, sort of like... Everybody. <laughs> well, I, I didn't personally put it there. You, you know what I mean? I didn't personally put it there. And the thing is, if there's a way of making something, there's a way of taking it back to how it was first designed and made. So we've got to look at that. And the other thing is, of course, we've got to, you know... I was telling somebody, when I was a kid, we had, please come round. If you dropped a bottle of a paper and you didn't put it in the litter bin, how many litter bins do you ever see nowadays? How many litter bins do you ever see they when you go to the shops? You don't see many. Oh, din-
2: yeah, they don't They don't uh, really have them. They used why to have not? them by the doors. Why not? Because cause they please. don't want to pay for trash. Because trash is very
0: expensive to get rid of, yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, it it is and it isn't. Because it's got to go somewhere, and, you know, this is what I'm saying. Right. So So it's a case of the making people dirty, the making people filthy, you know, where they'll they'll just drop waste and, and litter anywhere. And sort of like, and that's a big, big problem. And, of course, it ends up floating yeah. out and goes into the seas and what have you. You know, and it's right. uh, no pride. They're, they're taking away pride. They're taking away that thing. Humans, you know, sort of like looking after the planet, you know, and it's just a dirty country that we're living in at the moment, run by dirty wow. people, run by dirty people. But um, remember, you can have... Yeah,
2: we're seeing the decline of civilization,
0: Yeah but anyway so um yeah so it would suggest to me by um, what what's happened to me um, personally you know that obviously there is still wars going on um and one of the things what I came across which is was unbelievable is that they're looking for something right yeah these aliens are all fighting right yeah and they seem to be looking for uh-huh. something yeah? Hello. Yeah, we're
2: listening.
0: What are they looking for? Well, do you have any the, idea? Yeah, well, th- there's technology because some of the some of the actual aliens had more technology than the others. It wasn't shared out fairly, right? Yeah.
2: Right. Uh
0: huh. One of the things that they've been looking for, which I know for certain, uh, again, <clears throat> remember when there's a wall right, yeah, when there's a war going on, right, yeah, like the First World War, the Second World War, Civil War, you name it, right, yeah, there's always Uh been a reason, yeah, there's always been a reason, right, yeah, and you've got to look at it realistically and and say it's the Anarchy or it's the bloodlines that have been creating this, and and would you say that's right? Yeah, they keep us in a
2: war-based
0: Economy,
2: I, I think that's the essence of the it problem us, um, if this is, yeah, it it. This is a problem and yeah. we can't figure out what's going on because we're well, always in Bay Shocker trying uh, to figure out how just to live
0: I think, so, yeah, exactly. we can, I think people are beginning to understand that so what we've got here is we've got the bloodlines that are all there uh, and what have you and usually they're kept out of the reach of wars if there's any wars even though they're officers and what have you, they, they usually try to keep them out of, you know, danger's way. And if they're fighting another country, oh, it, it, you know, basically, it will be an anarchy as well. Or bloodline as well. Because if you're, if you're, if you're fighting a rich country, and you're a rich country, you're gonna say to them, look, so and so's fighting, so just keep away from this area. You know what I mean? Because, is our whatever, part of our royal family. And they might say the same thing. Oh, well, look, I've got a royal family in in this, you know, well, you keep away from that, you know, so it's all mapped out. You know, these zones, there's all these zones, no zone, no bomb zones. And sometimes people could never work out why, well, you know, why is this? And, ah, right then, there might be somebody there of great importance. Right, yeah? Right? So they'll never they'll never get to the the full, you know, battles. That's one thing, but they're still gone to war because, like I say, one of the things what I came across was that uh, in the Middle East and um, with the um, uh, what do you call it? With oh, um, again, my me, me memory's going um, with the. Um, Iraq, you know, um, war and what have you. We had super technology. What was supposed to have been given, right? Yeah, to Saddam Hussein, and they called it weapons of mass destruction. Well, what what people are looking at now are, are, are saying it could have been a time machine. You've probably heard of this before.
2: Oh yeah, we've heard that they have uh, a yeah, time machine.
0: Stargate, Stargate Stargate technology,
2: yes. Uh I
0: I can say that. Yeah, that is that that is definitely true. It's 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 ancient ancient technology that was given, given. and obviously, obviously, you know, our governments did not want them to have it. You know, and uh, Uh it it had to be taken back. Right? Yeah. Now, whenever this has happened, right. same in the Second World War with, with Hitler and what have you, he was, he was given, you can almost tell that um, there was information given to him. And von Braun definitely, when they said that um, this technology, what we got, came from the, what did he say? Came from the stars, people from other, yeah, other planets. Yeah, like
2: extraterrestrials.
0: Yeah. So what, what, what was all, what was all that about? And the very fact that NASA never arrested any of these Nazis for war crimes or anything, but yet let them into America with open arms and let them create a military technology and use it in America because that's what NASA was. It's classed as military. So you've got all these people, right? Yeah. Um, firing rockets up into the sky. And I, I, I know what I'd have been thinking. I'd have been thinking, hey, up, wait a minute, I'm from Yorkshire You know, we're not that daft. You know, you've got to watch these. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, right, right. Um, it, it didn't make any sense until you realise one thing, and that is, you know, bloodline again you know we've got people in power you know have come to power and they don't just come to power for nothing you know it's because somewhere well, along they're, the they're line, all it. of course <laughs>
2: they're all yeah. the same bloodline yeah we're not yeah. it and yeah. and so you can identify who who they are by who's got the money so who's got the money everybody's in charge and around the planet all the pol- they're all in the same boat so this whole these are artificial constructs to divide and conquer. So it doesn't matter who you vote for. They all got money. They're all the rich. They're all, you know, got at least, I don't know, do they have at least 10 million, 50 million? These are the power elite. They're in control of the planet. This is it. This is it, they're it so they're playing you, in that big old boys club.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, once you, once you know this then you know, you know, you're on a sticky wicket, you know, sort of like as we say, I could never understand why they say that but anyway never mind it's a silly it's a, it's a, one of those English things yeah you know, uh sticky <laughs> sticky wicked. anyway um uh-huh. <laughs> so
1: it's, um, it's from cricket it's from cricket it's just like it's a hard base to get by uh like second base in in uh, our baseball game
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I thought it might have been somehow, but never mind. Anyway, so <laughs> um, right. So I was gonna. So anyway, yeah. So let let's see what I was I was gonna. I've got so many questions to ask you. Um. So
2: yes, we have ten minutes.
0: We've got ten minutes. your neck has gone faster than as a so. show. Um. Yeah, I I'd
1: really like to comment about you know uh about the last days of, of uh. You know Hitler uh, lived in Argentina, but the last German uh, submarines went from Argentina and South Africa, and the Nazis had a base uh, in, underneath the ice there. The Brits tried to uh, uh, get in; and they were they were repulsed. Uh, the U.S. Navy in '47 sent uh, uh, a fleet, uh, and uh, it was defeated in the Battle of the Weddell Sea. The uh, Germans had. Um, uh, Hover, you know the kind of craft that we call flying saucers they, they've already had been landed on the moon they also had assistance from some of the people that were in in the tunnel and so forth um the uh our uh, fleet came back and the thing was hushed up and uh, there's a civilization uh, under antarctica the not Na- and the nazis were all forgiven Because of Alan Dulles, who was running the CIA, and he wanted the secrets, and he wanted the people, and he was a Nazi sympathizer from the get-go. And he made them, um, after they got all their secrets or whatever they knew, they placed them all over. So now they control the United States and the German fleet uh, uh, and the ICC. And the Nazis, uh, the Fourth Reich is here. We're in it. What's
0: the ICC, sorry. Say again?
2: Interplanetary it, corporate uh, conglomerate. It's the uh, two hundred families that own everything.
0: Right. I say Interplanetary right.
2: corporate conglomerate. Yes.
0: Right. So yeah. So, but um, you see, the, but when it when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, right? Yeah. What what we're looking at is bloodlines of aliens.
2: There you go. Yeah.
0: Well, the moment, uh,
2: so the, these are the
0: ways why,
1: do, just because they're descended of a certain line is dumb everybody's got a light to shine every life is worth living every song's to be sung you know, it's and, and, and yeah. uh, this hierarchy is the basic fault of the way things are who's on the top dog and who's competing to be top dog instead of cooperating in partnership in synergy do away with this kind of Power—it's disgusting. Oh yeah, hell with the
0: money. But do you think that? Do you think these people? It's like, um, do you think that they they look at it that way? Do you think any of them? You see, the way I see it is that these things, right? Yeah. um, As as far as I understand it, I don't know whether I'm wrong, but these things don't have souls. These these things that have been made, right? Yeah, the 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 they can live, they can they can flourish, but they do not have a soul like you and me, and Janet. Yeah, there, yeah
1: there's a real difference there in how much empathy people that that, that we would say have a soul. It, what that ultimately comes down to is you know that you're not confined to your own uh, skin-encapsulated uh, self-sense, but that that, that that the you commingles and has a coherent feel with everybody and everything. And that's uh, what a lot of these cold aliens lack, that ability to feel oneness with everybody and everything. They so think they're is, better I mean- there.
0: That, that could be the reason then why, obviously, you know, it's like, if, if, if they'd been made with that gene pool, how the hell can, can we get any, any, any further from them? You know, if there's no empathy, you know, um, from these and yeah, they're so made that way with way. no soul. There is a way
1: russ there is a way there really is a way you can find the common ground and what you can do with a rich wastrel person who never worked a day in his life and has servants for everything and blah 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 you just find out who do you love what's your relationship like what's important to you and start and, and what happens is you get to the common ground there's something that this person the, the alien or the Illuminati person loves from there you can work as uh, that's the common ground you can work from it's not impossible, we know how to do it Carl Rogers trained us how to do it
0: yeah I mean I, I, I know what you're saying but it's sad, you know, when you're in, in a room, yeah with a psychopath I have to do Okay, this is Russ Kelly. Uh, Saying thank you to uh, Sasha and Janet Lassing. Uh, this is Russ's mixed bag, a mixed bag of all like things paranormal. Hello, thank you very much for coming on the
2: show.
0: Thank you, you Russ. God bless. Thank you, you got to Bye bye. Good night. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye, Sasha. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Com. We'll be right back after this message. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Any commercial advertising you may hear in this program is of the sole discretion and benefit of the host of this program you are listening to. Revolution Radio does not endorse any commercial products, nor does it accept monetary compensation for on-air advertising of commercial products, nor will it ever. We are and shall remain 100% listener supported. Any product advertising on this program are considered used at higher risk, and Revolution Radio shall not be held liable for any claims or damages received from any product advertised within this program revolution radio where information never sleeps for tuning in to Revolution Radio. Here at Revolution Radio, we are listener-sponsored and commercial-free. But there still are bills to pay. In order to raise some needed funds to cover the cost, our station is offering a silver special. In the continental United States, for a $60 donation, or in Alaska, Hawaii, or Canada, for a $70 donation, we will send you an uncirculated 2018 1-ounce Pure Silver Eagle. The $70 donation, uh, the extra 10 is to cover shipping, by the way, outside of the continental United States.
0: When making the donation, you must put Silver Eagle promo in the notes on the donation. And thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at revolution.radio and
3: freedomslips.com. Without you, there is no less. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. Take a look
4: around, kid. What do you see? Homes being foreclosed. People working two, three jobs just to put food on the table and still drowning in debt. Don't get me a This country was founded on great ideals and principles. They've all been ruined at the banks. Open your eyes to the banks that are robbing you. You know who my favorite president was? Oh, Thomas Jefferson. Because he saw all of this coming and tried to stop me. He fought the banks. JFK 2 and they killed Info. The banking institution is more dangerous than an army, he said. He also said that every generation needs a revolution, Jimmy. The American dream is just that. Just a dream. War is a continuation of politics, only by other means. Politics is a continuation of economics by other means. This is our bank. This.